You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, you uh, broke down uh, for Pro Football Network uh, the top 25 wide receivers in the NFL for the 2021 season. Uh, We were talking off the air, and you said that this was a a difficult list coming up with 25. I don't know that it would be a difficult time coming up with 20. I think figuring out who who those top 25 are. Yeah, that's a better way of saying it because there's a lot of good young names. Chase Claypool comes to mind, you know, that – didn't make my list that if they were running backs or another position would have, you know, I mean, right. someone that played at that level would have been in the top 25 at their respective position. I mean, there's so many good receivers in the league and the, the league has been flooded the last couple of draft classes with young ones. Putting them in order wasn't easy though. Yeah. Um, I think that goes back to, I know when we went over the, the your list of the top 25 running backs, mm-hmm. when people talk about, Oh, you don't draft a running back in the, in the, in, in the first round. Find me 20 good ones in the NFL. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I had, like, Mostert on there, and he wasn't yeah. even the last guy. Or, you know, I mean, some of those names you're not super comfortable with lining up as your every-down running right. back. And he's yeah. a top 25 running back. In the Whereas league. if I picked anybody on this list of this top 25 wide receivers, you go, oh, yeah, he could be my number one. Or I don't know. He's never coming off the field. Yeah, he's, you know? he, he he's no worse than my number two. The, right. <laughs> you yeah, know. he presents problems for the opponent. The opponent's not thrilled he's on the field. And that goes for 10 or 15 others that didn't make the list. You know, like some guys that didn't make the list to me, Will Fuller would have been my 26th. I just couldn't trust him with with injuries. I mentioned some young guys, C.D. Lamb, Claypool. I mean, I expect them to be on it next year. I just think that the body work wasn't quite big enough to say, you know, this is where you're at right now. I I didn't consider Juju for it, but if I maybe went 10 more, he would have been in the consideration. You know, I'm just thinking it's Steeler stuff. But there is a Steeler on there. And he's at number 25. That's Deontay yeah. Johnson. Yeah. And it wasn't an easy one. You know, I mean, there's again, there's a lot of names there that were, um, you know, close. I just think that he is a feature receiver. When he was out there, the Steelers threw him the ball over and over and over, almost in an Antonio Brown-like manner. Drops weren't his friend this year. You know, and that's a problem. But he missed a little time here and there. To me, the, you know, the drops – while the number was alarming, all came within like a three game. It was period. like a bad month. Yeah, he right. had you yeah. know he had a bad month. The whole team had a bad month of December. Mm-hmm. You know that he wasn't alone in that, and you know so we all oh, Deontay Johnson led the league in drops. Yeah, but like not he had like more than half of them came in a three game stretch. A lot of scouts kind of had the yips. Yeah, even when you're looking at college guys, think drops are an overrated stat or thing to analyze. You know, I, I think about Wes Walker a lot. Wes Walker had a ton of drops. Yeah. He also had a million targets. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like, I mean? They peppered him with targets. Right, right. The more targets you have, the more drops you're going to have, obviously, yeah. you know, for obvious reasons. Um, you know, if he's dropping, consistently dropping the football. Uh, on, or if you're you not know, making big catches. You know, you know if, you, I mean? if you have trouble catching the ball. I think Deontay Johnson, I think overall last season he had 15 drops or something like that. Okay. 
I mean, he led the league. Yeah. If it was a drop every week, then that's a that's more of a problem. That's more of a problem. But if it's a you know again, he had that spate where he dropped you know seven or eight passes over a three game period. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of makes the numbers look a lot worse than what they were. And the team knows better than we do too. Like. Someone stepped on his hand two weeks ago or something. You know, like, yeah. not all that stuff always gets revealed, too. I mean, the fact that it was in such a short stint, I mean, it's it's eye-opening, but it probably was in his head. It got, well, it definitely was I'm in sure his head, in his yeah. Head, you know, but if we don't see it again, no one will think twice about it. Like, he has good ball skills. Yeah. yeah and ball skills, to me, are more important than your drop numbers. Uh, at 24, you had Cortland Sutton. I, I think if he would have played all year, he probably would have been – I don't know, 17, something like that. I, I think he's a really good player. Didn't do a thing last year, though. Right, you know? that's that's the tough thing about ranking him, yeah. you know, as opposed to some of the other guys who did play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, know. I wasn't nice to him. You know, I mean, I didn't say, oh, he got you know, he, he would have been great. We didn't see it. But, boy, there's a lot to work with there. At 23, you have an interesting player here, Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some people that I don't are, know if he's that guy anymore, Matt. I think he's 23-ish. I, I thought he played really well for the Bucks. He did, and I can't. I'm not going to take that away from him. At the same time, I don't know that he's the 23rd best wide receiver in the league at this point in his career. I mean, there's an argument. I mean, and I, I, he's a tough one for me. Odell's another one that's going to be on this list. It's a tough one for me. Um, some of it is body of work, which isn't fair. That's not what yeah. this is. Like you know, if you ask to... me right now, and I'm I'm not factoring in any off-field stuff. Right, right, right. None of that. When they line up. Would you rather have Chase Claypool or Antonio Brown? I'm going to say actually I'd, ra- the name I'd rather have Chase up. Claypool. And, and I looked at it this way. is If I'm a corner or a defensive coordinator, would I rather play against A.B. or Chase? I still think the answer is I'd rather play against Chase, but I, I just think Antonio is still really good coming out of his breaks and – just a little bit out of sight, out of mind, but he was a tough one for me. I yeah. mean, I almost he almost didn't make the list. I mean, he, he, you know, he had he was a free agent this off season, and nobody was beating down, his and door. nobody was right. beating down his door. Now, some of the off field stuff may have been part mm-hmm. of that, but he really hasn't had any of those issues for the past year. So if no, you if you were going to take bridges. if you were going to take a chance on him, like hey, we could use that guy, right, 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 and nobody did. Nobody did. I know that doesn't work in his favor. I, mean, I thought about that as well. I don't know. I just didn't think we saw a huge sample of him in Tampa. You know, I mean, like, what if he was in Green Bay opposite Devontae Adams? Would he have had 85 catches? You know, I, I didn't, but so would Claypool. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean? exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, so he was a tough one. But uh, I, I was a little bit generous to him and Odell and Julio, who have really been, like, the best receivers of this generation, because I still think they're – a pain in the butt to play against. They're pain in the butt, but they're slipping. They're I slipping. Mean, they're yeah. obviously not not what they used they're to. They're not the best players in the league anymore. No. At twenty two, you have Jarvis Landry, and I'm not a big Landry fan. I've never had him in fantasy. Yeah. He's See, tough. I, to, I don't know. I, I don't think he, what he does is special. Is he better than say Tyler Boyd in the slot? I think, but similar. I, I don't know if he is. I mean, he produces year after year. It's not super pretty. He's a really good blocker. Not that I put a lot of stock in blocks, you know, but he gets it done year after year, never gets the credit he deserves. Like, I, I didn't have uh, Woods or Cup on there from the Rams. Yeah. They were all kind of in that same tier for me. Best in the slot. Not special, but effective. Yeah. I mean, we, Landry's not exciting. Would you rather have Jarvis Landry or Adam Thielen? Thielen. Yeah, Steel. I haven't gotten that far. Oh, yeah, his name's coming okay. up. All right. I mean, I even thought. I mean, how about him or Cole Beasley? 
I almost put Beasley on the list. I mean, he had a really good year. Well, if you're going to start, if we're going to talk about you know straight pure slot receivers, mm-hmm. let's go to Dallas. To Lamb? Yeah, I thought about him. He he was. I mean, I would much rather have C.D. Lamb than Jarvis Landry. Especially, yes, I would too. Right I now, know, I don't know who's the a better way they... football player right this second. I well, I think it's Landry, or I wouldn't have put him on the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's your list. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, but Lamb's awesome, and I want Lamb. I think Lamb's going to be the number one there. I think he'll pass Cooper before long. Yeah, you know, uh, twenty-one. You have Tyler Lockett. Uh, that's starting to slip a little bit for him. A little bit. At the end of the day, though, he had a pretty good, pretty good. Uh, he was a weird, the yeah, because the, the season stats look great, right? And then, but he did his, most of his damage in like three or four games. Mm-hmm. And they drafted a similar player to yeah. him. I, I think there's some concern there. He is he's a little boomer bust. I mean, he's not the Sean Jackson. He's a lot more of a consistent contributor than those style players. But he has a little bit of that to his game. And clearly, Metcalf became the guy there. Yeah. yeah. At twenty, you have Odell Beckham. I, I, my first line, I think, when I wrote him up was, he's the hardest guy to rank on yeah. his list. Because he has some Sutton-like qualities. He has some AB-like qualities. And I mean that in a bad way. When he's good, he's really good. Um, when he I, when he actually plays. Yeah, that's the problem. Reliability is huge on this list. Odell Beckham um, hasn't played a full season, 16-game season, since 2016. That's ancient history. It's ancient history. In, in the NFL terms. Played seven games last year. Did play... I think he's played like it, 20 games as a Brown. He did play 16 games. I, I, I said he didn't... Play. He played 16 in 2019, but he only started 15. Mm-hmm. And he only had, he only had uh, that year... He had 74 catches for 1,035 yards, and they had to force it to get him that... Yeah, that was a lot of force feeding, and he was not a dominant player. I mean, really has not been a dominant player in a Browns uniform. And it's not like he just got there. No, he's, he's, <laughs> this is going to be year three for him there. Yep. Uh, I think I concluded his little paragraph as, this is the guy that's most likely to either be off this list or near the top of the list this year. You know, like, if he spins his wheels one more year, done, bye, you're gone. Yeah. The or last two seasons, the last two seasons in Cleveland, is only two seasons mm-hmm. in Cleveland, uh, 2019 caught 55.6% of the passes thrown his way. That's not good enough. No, no. Last year it was fifty three point five. Mm-hmm. It's just not good enough. No. I mean, you should be a, 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 as a. They have not won that trade. They've lost that trade. Yeah. They gave a lot up for them. They thought they were a player away, and they've been winning. You know, despite him, I, I am really curious to see what that offense looks like, playing like they did last year, and then you insert him to that offense, but he could vanish. I mean, he, yeah. he could be bouncing around. The, he could be a free agent or a cut. And well, and the, and the thing is, I mean, either. if they're if they're running at optimum power, mm-hmm. they only want to throw the ball 25 times a game. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be happy if they, you know, he only gets five or six targets in a game? No. Uh, no probably I don't think not. so. Right. Yeah. He was a tough one for me. I thought he belonged on the list, but I didn't know where to put him. At 19, you have Amari Cooper. I'm, I'm not a little lower on him than others. I, I'm not a huge Amari Cooper fan. He I'm, doesn't I'm just blow not. my skirt up. You know, yeah. I think he's really talented. He was a top five pick. I guess he's lived up to that. Dallas gives up a first rounder for him. He produces year after year, but I don't count on him. You know, like, yeah. I, I really thought like there's almost a line before and after Cooper. Like those names you mentioned before Cooper, they could have easily all been off the list. You know, I mean, there was some See, names. To, to me, it's it's him and this next guy that you have at 18 on the list are. Pretty damn similar. 
can't remember who I would Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Like I don't know what to think about these. They, like they they finished the year with a, you know with a, you know a lot of catches and mm-hmm. stuff, but because they get peppered with targets, right? They have obvious traits. You know, I mean, they're very talented. But I don't know that you fear playing them. Not like the guys above them. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they both are big, fast, good after the catch, making a lot of money. You know, I mean, yeah. the league has given up a lot to acquire their services and draft picks and finances. But you know, if I told you. Chase Claypool's going to have the exact same career as Kenny Galladay. I'd say, go fish, I'll try. I bet he can do better. You know, yeah. Not that it's bad. I mean, right. it's, it's a pretty yeah. good career. He's making $17 million this year or whatever. But I bet I'll take my chances that it's even better than that. Uh, it's 17. You have DJ Moore. I love DJ Moore. I love DJ Moore, too. You know who didn't love DJ Moore? <laughs> yes. Teddy Bridgewater. If you read it there's there. A, the reason why Teddy Bridgewater is no longer the quarterback yeah. for the Carolina Panthers is DJ Moore because he completely ignored him. It's unbelievable. Last yeah. season. Super frustrating. And he didn't even have McCaffrey to dump it to. Yeah. You know, he was dumping it to whoever would, you know. And I didn't realize this until I did the homework. DJ Moore's average yards per catch was still really, really high. It might even be number one on this list. And with the most conservative quarterback going. Because he – and I watched uh, – He was all, open all year long. In pure – just to, to pull back the curtain, I had D.J. Moore on my fantasy team Right, last right, year. right. So when the Carolina Panthers were on and I wasn't covering a Steeler game, okay, I'm going to – I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm watching D.J. Moore run pattern after pattern down the field. Yeah. And I'm like, he's open. Explosive. He's open. People, right. He's up, and he wouldn't throw him the football until late in the game. When oh, we gotta, we gotta come back here. We gotta yeah. try to catch up. And then he'd throw, you know, a fifty-yard bomb to DJ Moore, and DJ Moore would catch it. <laughs> right. And he finished the game with two catches for you know sixty-eight yards. And meanwhile, the year before that, if you had DJ Moore, you might have won your league. Right. You know, like he's capable of that. Quarterback, to your point, really hurt him. Yeah. I don't Check think down Teddy stepped. is. Yeah. That could kill if, if Teddy Bridgewater becomes the quarterback. And Judy and Cortland Sutton and those guys are running deep, right? Forget about. They're going to be winning he won't throw games, right? He right. won't throw. That's why when when people were talking about the Steelers need to go sign Teddy Bridgewater, are you out of your mind? No, you don't right. need that. You don't need that. He's, you he's, think he's the answer to your problem, and he's not. He's just another. I mean, look how many teams problem. he's been on since Minnesota, yeah. too. And I know there's an injury mixed in there, but everyone that is with them realizes this ain't good enough. No, you know. I again, I go back to a game I'm watching. They they had a chance to win the football game. Uh, and McCaffrey was back, mm-hmm. and I think it was like third and ten or something like that. They needed they need to get in field goal range, and he throws a sideways pass to McCaffrey behind the line of scrimmage, and he gets tackled for a loss. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you yeah. you like twenty seconds left in the game, and you're going to check down. As we always say, teams tell you what they think. Carolina didn't have a good record last year, but they lost more close games than anyone in the league. And just super good enough to get you a beat. To, yeah. And the betters will tell you bet on Teddy Bridgewater because they're always dogs because the quarterback on the other side is always better. Yeah. But he always covers because yeah. he doesn't take that shot. Doesn't make the, the big mistake. Right. Doesn't throw the pick six. But you lose by four. And it was Teddy plus four and a half. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how it work out of the real world. You know? uh, it's 16. Say what you want about Sam Darnold. He's good for defense. He'll throw the football down yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 16, you have Adam Thielen. Really good player. Yeah. Starting to slip a little bit. Yeah, he's starting to slip a little bit. Yeah. I, think. I mean, I think that's exactly where he belongs. He's older than people think. He's, he's, he became in the league a little old, too. Yeah. And I thought Diggs was better than him even their last season in Minnesota. Yeah. And I think Jefferson's better now. Uh, 15, Terry McLaurin. I think McLaurin's a great player. Yeah. It doesn't get enough credit. 
Um, I really liked him coming out, and the, the thing top. the thing that I liked about him coming out was like, oh, he can play. He's played a lot of special teams he at Ohio was a State. Star at Ohio State on special teams. He, he'll never see another special team snap no, in his life. Play. He doesn't play there anymore. <laughs> right? No, I think McLaurin's a really good player that doesn't get in this conversation enough. Like, I think if you ask most people, Amari uh, Cooper or, or McLaurin, oh, give me a McLaurin all day. Right? Not even close to me. Yeah. No. Uh, Fourteen. You have Calvin Ridley. I might have him higher. Yeah, this gets in the neighborhood where there are just a lot of really good players yeah. that are probably all on the same tier. I mean, even Ridley versus Julio is a conversation. Maybe I was a little hard on Ridley because he's not the most physically imposing, but, boy, he's a great route runner. He attacks at all levels. He's a great one. Yeah. Uh, 13, Chris Godwin. Similar to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, spl- splitting hairs between those two, to be honest with you. You know, Godwin's another one that, a year ago was going super high in fantasy, and he had a couple injuries, and you know obviously had to share the ball there a lot, but he didn't do anything wrong. No. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah. Twelve, you have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean I believe in him. You know, it, it, he set all those rookie records, and those first two or three games, he was a part-time. Player. Really didn't play much. Yeah, yeah. He was only a slot. Uh, at eleven, you have Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. He's he is as ordinary as grits. Yeah, and then you look up at the end of the season. He's got a hundred catches and you he's know, a leadoff twelve hundred yards. And, yeah. yeah, quarterback's best friend, elite route runner. I mean, some of these guys when you start doing these exercises, like him, and we even mentioned Mike Evans. Like those guys are probably going to be Hall of Famers. They do it for another three, four, five years. You put a body of work together like those guys. It's like wow. I mean, that's a heck of a career. At ten, you have DK Metcalf. Yeah, I mean, I think he speaks for himself. I mean, nobody wants to play against him. He's not just the run fast down the sideline guy. He's a more developed route runner than a lot of us. See, this is this is the ceiling for Chase Claypool. That's who you. Yeah, that's who. That's what you want. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, and I'm not sure anyone's quite as freaky as DK. And didn't he just run a hundred meter or something too? Yeah, against he finished ninth. Like everybody's like, oh, DK Metcalf went out and competed against these these Olympic runners and. Okay, but he, he finished but ninth. He, didn't beat them. he finished ninth in a nine-man field. Let's, yeah. let's not pretend that he beat a bunch of guys. I mean, he, I'm sure he's fifty. He was with them. Everybody. Yeah, oh, and he was, and that's, that's great. But yeah, that's good for but, football. That doesn't matter for yeah. track. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, just because you if he were strictly them. a track athlete, everybody would say you're, you're not, not good guy, enough. That guy finished last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You look good in you know shorts, but that's it. Um, at nine, you have Michael Thomas. That's an interesting one to slide down one. there. Yeah, yeah, I think I said in the blurb. If I would have been in charge of this project one year ago, he might have been number one. Yeah. You know, and some of that's manufactured. And we're going to get to Devontae Adams. You know, I thought Adams had the best year of any receiver this yet last year. But some of it's system and some yeah. of, you know, like I'm not sure Thomas. It's a lot Adams. with Michael Thomas. You wonder what that's going to be like now with Drew Brees gone. No are the, a, are they going to throw the ball as much? Thomas was not healthy last year. Yeah. So I think it'll definitely be better than last year. But boy, he and him and Breeze were perfect for each other. And he and Keenan Allen are the poster boys for, you know, these people that think a, a, a wide receiver has to come out and run a four, you know, sub four five. Nah, right. These guys are both. Uh, Keenan Allen ran a four seven. Yeah, he ran four seven in his pro day, four seven two or something yeah. like that. Yeah, especially for slot guys, you know, great route runners. Um, you know, Thomas was a second round pick. What he run like high four fives? Yeah, you know, maybe even four six flat, something like that. Doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Uh, H. You have Mike Evans. 
again, I think he's having a Hall of Fame career. He's only yeah. like 26. If Chase Claypool turned into Mike Evans, you'd oh, be happy. Take that I mean, because he's a similar body type. Yep. One thing that changed a little bit with Evans, not that he didn't catch touchdowns in his career, but Brady really went his direction. Yeah. More jump balls, more go be big in the red zone. I mean, I think that was a, a Brady thing. Seven. This would be the tough one. To, to like, if you would if you would have had Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones yeah, flip flop, Julio's a tough one. I would I would have said you know okay okay I get no, okay. that yeah, yeah. I Julio Jones think, is seven. I still think opponents judge Julio like he's the number one. Like in Minnesota, by halfway through the season, people were rolling coverage to Jefferson. Yeah, you know like. So that's a big indicator. I mean, Seattle they 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 ruled it to DK as the season went on. I think when Julio and Ridley are both healthy, I still think people are a little more worried about Julio. I mean, the size factors. The size yeah. strength is crazy. I mean, he's built in a lab. The problem is when Julio's healthy, and he's fought a, like a foot injury, he has screws in his feet. I think. Yeah. I mean, that he's had his whole life. He's never really been a hundred percent healthy. And one thing I mentioned in the article is behind Rice and Moss, I think Julio's in the conversation for best ever. I mean, next best ever. He's not that player still, but he's still scary. Yeah. He's a tough one to rank. Six, you have Allen Robinson. So underrated. Year after year. I didn't realize his numbers were as good as they were until I did this. Only two or three receivers had better numbers than him. Didn't get a lot of help from his quarterback and never, ever does. Yeah. Yeah. At five, you have A.J. Brown. Yeah, I think he's a lot of Julio. Yeah, I mean, it was, this year's going to be a big deal for him because he's – not only is he going to get you know, coverage rolled his direction, it's going to be like two gunners banging. <laughs> like he's going to get all sorts of, of, of attention. You put a linebacker over him first right, to right. hit him first and, yeah. and knock him off the line. Corner and, over top yeah. of him. I mean, we'll see if he can handle a massive amounts of, of coverage rolled his way. But, boy, I like his game. After the catch really stands out for him, too. Yeah. Uh, number four is another guy for the you know who battles against the receivers have to run real fast. Rule that's mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, right. He's like a four or five guy. He doesn't win any. Four races. five five. Yeah, right, right, he's right. always covered. Always covered. Uh, had a huge percentage of catches for first downs and touchdowns. You know, gets downfield more than people think. You don't think of him as a deep ball receiver at all. I think you know one of the stats I looked up was catches twenty five yards or more. He was like third in the league. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's not just tough. Fast. What's that? He's just tough. He's just super tough with amazing ball skills. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer, too, don't you think? He needs to do it a little, I mean, bit, a little bit longer. A little bit longer. He's on that, that trajectory. That trajectory, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't really think that the move to Arizona benefited him last year. No. I thought it would hurt him more because they he got so many targets at Houston. Yeah. But then he got so many targets at Arizona. I feel like he'd get so many targets – on Mars. <laughs> you know, like, why does quarterbacks not throw to him? Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's open or not. He catches it. I think that's something, though, that I think, especially early in the season, I don't know that Murray trusted it. Right. Like Deshaun Watson did. Like, no, he would look right. there and, okay, he's covered. No. Whereas Watson would just go, oh, okay, I'm going to throw it there. I'm sure Hopkins was like, you, you got to throw that just one. Just throw youngster. it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm open. I'll prove it. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll catch it. did it for years yeah. there, you know, right. Uh, it's I was torn th- between the top two, which order to put him in. Three, you have uh, Stephon Diggs. Mm. I might have had him higher. Maybe. What an amazing year. Yeah. And they didn't throw the ball much in Minnesota. Andy was splitting catches with Thielen. He was great there, but he was awesome for Buffalo last yeah. year. All levels, great rece- or great route runner, um, plays with an edge. Uh, you got to like Diggs. Uh, two, you have Devontae Adams. 
I held the system against him a little. I mean, I thought he was the most productive player per game. I thought he had the best year of any receiver, maybe Diggs, in, in the league last year. Um, and he, he always gets all the attention, of course. Yeah. He's a, spe- he's a great player. I don't know. The that amazing thing special, with though. him is the touchdowns. Yeah. He I had mean, a ton he, last year. He, every year. Yeah. Every, every year. year he's got 12, 14. Last year was 18. And everyone knows that's where the ball's going in yeah. the end zone. And, and he stuff. still gets it. He still gets it. It still gets open. Yeah. Great one. And then at one, you have Tyreek Hill. I was torn on that. But See, who to would be me, your one? Uh, I might flip. I might have Hill third and move those other two guys up. Yeah. I, I can understand it. I just I went back to the theory of who do I not want to play against? And I think Hill's so scary. You know, even the behind the line of scrimmage stuff, the motion stuff. He's not just a burner, but boy, is he a burner. He's not clearly one for me. And he's not going to be as productive as those guys because. I mean, Kelsey has numbers similar to this right. Guy. That's you know th- what I mean? that, but that also helps Hill. No, yeah, well, it does help him. Yeah. You know, yeah, because you can't take away all those things. No, you just can't. It helps Kelsey, and it helps it helps Hill. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you've seen, you know, for example, homes. when when the first time Tampa Bay played Kansas City last mm-hmm. year, you know, they're they're take, trying to say, t- okay, we're gonna we're not gonna let. Uh, Kelsey beat us. We're gonna, you know, and, then and, and Hill goes off for 200 yards in the first quarter. <laughs> right, right. Well, then they decided, hey, we're not gonna let them do. They can't do that anymore. And, and then it's Kelsey catching his his 15 yarders or yeah. 10 yarders over yeah, the yeah. middle. I mean, that's the beauty of the offense. Is, yeah, and that's what they thought. If we can add an Edwards Hilaire to that mix too, there's no way you can take all those things away. And Mahomes obviously helps things too. But Kelsey and Hill are really, really good for each other. Yeah, you know, you can't take away both. And oh, coincidentally, though, maybe the Steelers are trying to build a little bit of that as well. Yeah, right, right. right. You know, people who want the Steelers, hey, just cut Ebron. No, he's a valuable. No, 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 no. He, can, he, he can, causes problems for defense. Absolutely, right, right, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, they just need. Just don't think of him as a blocker. Right? That, yeah, right. <laughs> don't ask him to do that, and you're right. fine. The, yeah. the Chiefs don't ask Kelsey to block. Mm-mm. You know, you're not seeing Kelsey blowing people off the line at the goal line. No, I, and I I'm mean, not saying that Ebron is, is Kelsey. No. But he does some similar things down the field. You can use them the same way. Yeah. yeah right. Without question. Um, coincidentally, I'm going to do my tight end list probably today. Those 25 is going to be tough to come up with. But Ebron's going to be on it. Yeah. I mean. It, the it, question it, is, is does Fryermuth crack it? No, I'm not, no rookies allowed. No rookies allowed. Okay. That was my rule because I don't think it's fair. It I is. At least see. I think you're, I think you're right. I'm, yeah. You're right because we did that with Najee Harris. Yeah. Where, where, where do we think he falls into that list? Where do we think the rookie receivers fall into this list? I don't know if they do. Chase would. Well, is Chase better than Deontay Johnson? I, I don't know. Yeah. I know Harris is better than Mostert. That's the difference right. in the depth of the, of the right, positions. Right, right, right. I mean, that, you get to the end of this list, the 24s, is he better than Sutton? You know, yeah. Is he better than A.B. right now? You know, I mean, I, I know some people probably don't think A.B. belongs. Whereas we got, you know, we got down to like the – uh, where we have uh, top ten, I think, with, mm-hmm. with Najee Harris, and you're like, well, yeah, he's probably better than that guy. Yeah, you know, like I bet if I was, if I did include rookies, which I don't think you should, that was my rule. Even not seeing Pitts, I would have him six. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, right. I think he's better than Gasecki or Eron or guys I know will be on that list. But tight ends aren't going to be easy. I'm not even sure I'm going to put one. Yeah, I know who the top two are going to be, but I'm not sure who they're going to. Finding be. 25 tight ends in the league is Man. like. I mean, like, there's none on Jack, Jacksonville. <laughs> you know, I'm not putting Herndon. There's a lot of teams yeah. where there's Some of these guys are going to be pure blockers. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not looking forward to the list. But I'll, I'll uncover some fun things, too, while I do it. Yeah. You know? But, but uh, two-way guy, I mean, a guy like Fryermuth should be on that list next year. 
Right, yeah. You know, or Top 25, or at least right. he's, he's in consideration. Right. At, at least two years from now, he should be on that list. Yeah. And it's not a real hard list to crack. No. No, I agree. Uh, but that's going to do it for this segment. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, keeping us on the air, uh, I'm Dale Lolly. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.